SAFM Sports Wrap. Time to chat some sports here on South Africa's news and information. Leader half an hour of SAFM Sports Wrap tonight. And coming up on the show, we'll be talking uh, quite a bit of football, actually. And one of the issues uh, almost slipped under the radar yesterday. Safa making the decision to ban Talani Serrera from playing for Bafana Bafana because of uh, his picking and choosing which games he wants to play and asking for guarantees uh, of game time. We'll hear from the man who got that exclusive with Dennis Mumble uh, on tonight's show. Also, Belile Mbule has been digging uh, about some of the collusion uh, within SA football. We'll have an update of what's going on, particularly with those Hawks charges against Platinum Stars. And we'll also cross, uh, cross rather to Newlands in Cape Town to get the latest from uh, the third one-day international between the Pro Tiers and India with Aslam Kota later on in the show. But let's start with cricket news. And uh, in the end, it was a superb knock by Virat Kohli, another century for the Indian captain, setting up a pretty large total that the Pro Tiers are chasing for victory in the third thirds of six one-day internationals. Uh, India posting 303 for six in their 50 overs. In reply, South Africa have uh, just a short while ago lost their second wicket, that of captain Aidan Markram. They are currently 79 for the loss of two of the two men out in the middle. JP Dumini on 45 and Heinrich Klaassen, uh, the stand-in wicketkeeper, is with him. But uh, Aslan will have all those details for you in uh, about 20 minutes from now. The Proteas ladies cricket team were also in action today against their Indian counterparts at the Diamond Oval in Kimberley. India batted first and posted 302 for three in their 50 overs. In reply, the Proteas were dismissed for just 124. India claiming the victory there by 178 runs and in doing so claiming their three-match series 2-0 with one to play. In other international cricket news, Australia downed England by five wickets with nine balls to spare in Hobart earlier today. On to football, Bidvest Witstriker Leslonolo Majoro says he will not be emotional when his team comes up against former team Cape Town City in the Nedbank Cup first round clash at the Bidvest Stadium tonight. Majoro joined Bidvest Wits during the last transfer window in a surprise move. He's already played six times for the Clever Boys, scoring one goal against Kaiser Chiefs over the weekend. It always excites me to to play football because football is something that I that I love. Uh, yes, I'm playing against my, my former team in Cape Town City. And yes, I must give them the respect that they deserve. But for me, I don't want to change anything. I don't want to psych myself uh, for the game because I've got a feeling that like an experience, that once you do that, you tend to lose the plot and... Uh, things don't go your way because you're playing with emotion instead of playing with a, a cool head. Vits have struggled against the Cape Townians the last two seasons. They've lost five times, drawn twice and won just once in the eight matches since last season. Clever boys have already lost three times this season to Cape Town City. Majoro is pressed, impressed rather with his former team. I must say like a lot has changed. Uh, before Cape Town City was known for counter-tech but now they have uh, players that can uh, help them play. They can start the ball from the back. So there's a bit of variety in the, their style of play, and which makes them not to be predictable. But I believe and have uh, full belief in my, my teammates and the team that uh, we are capable of handling uh, each and every team that we play against. 
Also tonight, Amazulu hosts Mtata Bucks and Polokwane City play Ubuntu Cape Town at the Athlone Stadium. Kickoff in all three of those matches at 7.30. Meanwhile, in England, Tottenham Hotspur play Newport County. That match taking place at Wembley. It's a replay of an FA Cup tie. On to some uh, Olympic news. The Court of Arbitration for Sport says it hoped to reach a decision on the appeal of 47 Russian athletes and coaches before Friday's Pen Shang 2018 Winter Olympic Games opening ceremony. CAS opened another arbitration procedure for 15 athletes and coaches today who have appealed against their exclusion from the Games by the International Olympic Committee. The CAS Secretary General, Matteo Reeb, explains. I would not say it's impossible, but the goal is really to finish before uh, the opening and well in advance. So I would say that uh, for me, uh, the last moment for the announcement should be uh, Friday noon. And finally, in athletics news, British sprinter Nigel Levine has been provisionally suspended for failing a drugs test. It was reported in December that the 28-year-old had allegedly tested positive for banned asthma drug clenbuterol. Levine will be offered a UK anti-doping hearing to defend himself. The European indoor gold medalist has not competed since he broke his pelvis in a motorbike accident in Spain in January last year, an accident which also involved compatriot James Ellington. He was also part of Britain's 4x400-metre relay team at the 2016 Rio Olympic Games. Just a quick cricket update for you. South Africa have just lost their third wicket. They are now 88 for the loss of three. And uh, the new man to the wicket is David Miller. He joins JP Dumini out in the middle. We'll chat to Aslam Kota shortly. But first, uh, let's chat some football here on SAFM. SAFM Sports Wrap. On to some football now here on SAFM. And uh, if you've been following the wires over the last couple of days, you may have spotted a story yesterday uh, on IOL.co.za about Talani Serrero being banned from Bafana Bafana. And uh, interesting story. We all know the history behind it uh, last year with uh, Serrero requesting a guarantee into the starting lineup, but it has been confirmed uh, he's no longer going to be playing for Bafana Bafana. We're joined now by the man who broke the story, is a sports reporter uh, for independent uh, newspapers, Mlentle Mekize. Mlentle, welcome on to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Are you surprised by this decision from Safa? Dennis Mumble confirming it to you. Does it come uh, sort of out of the blue, or, or do you expect it? Uh, Fred, uh, good evening and uh, good evening to your listeners uh, at home. Uh, I don't think uh, I was uh, astonished uh, when uh, I conducted an interview with uh, Dennis Mambo. Uh, I think it was uh, long coming uh, if you look at uh, the history of uh, this particular player. Because you'll remember that uh, in 2013, uh, when Bafana Bafana were about to take on Botswana in the third trap of the World Cup qualifier at Moses Mapita Stadium in Devon, Sereo uh, asked uh, the doctors. Uh, to 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 excuse him because he was scared that what if he gets injured because uh, uh, the next game for his team at that time, Amsterdam, was against uh, Barcelona in the UEFA Champions League. So that is a lack of uh, patriotism. So you can't have uh, players who are thinking uh, ahead uh, for their team uh, and not uh, putting the national team first. I think uh, the national team should be treated with respect. And this particular player committed an identical offense in 2014 uh, when uh, when Bafana Bafana were preparing for the Africa Cup of Nations that was held uh, in Equatorial Guinea in 2015. He was supposed to report for camp, I think, on the 26th of uh, December. Uh, all the players uh, did report for camp, but Ferreiro uh, was in South Africa but was not in, uh, on camp. So... Uh, the coach at that particular time, uh, FM Sheikh Mashawat, decided uh, 
to exclude him in the 23-man squad that uh, went to Equatorial Guinea. Then we saw it uh, uh, happening uh, last year when we were about to take on Senegal in the two World Cup uh, qualifiers, uh, crucial matches. Uh, Sergio was phoned by uh, the team manager, Mr. Bani Kujane, and he, he asked uh, that uh, if uh, uh, they are going to guarantee him uh, game time, uh, which is something that uh, the national team uh, couldn't do, so he decided that he was not coming. So you could tell that... Uh, the interest is no longer there uh, for the player. Yes, he was omitted in that squad that went on to beat Nigeria in an upcoming qualifier uh, in June. Uh, and he, he, he was on the bench against uh, Cape Verde when we lost home and away. And against Burkina Faso when we won, he was on the bench. But that doesn't say that uh, you must just say, uh, guarantee me that uh, I'm going to play. No, it doesn't work like that. You must be patient. You must be patient. You must be persistent. You must wait for your opportunity. Mm, I'll, I'll make a, a typical example of uh, a, a player who has been at all in world football, Tiawonga Pelenumvet, who's uh, playing his trade with uh, Amazon. He's uh, campaigned uh, uh, in two FIFA World Cups, uh, the Olympic Games in 2000. He's been in Europe, but he was not playing at Amazon. He didn't say, uh, can you just transfer with me because, uh, coach, you are not playing me. He waited for his opportunity, and uh, when he was given that particular opportunity, he played, he scored against Thunder. Again, he came against Super Sports United. He made a selling contribution. He seemed one. We're talking about uh, the man who has been it all uh, in world football. Uh, I'm not saying that uh, Ferrero is not a great player, but uh, I think he should be doing better uh, than uh, what he's doing currently. In saying that, though, as much as this story is about Tulani Serrero, it is a problem within South African football because it's not the first time that this has happened. It's been going on for years, and I'm willing to bet my house on it. It's not going to be the last time it's going to happen. But do you think decisive action like this from Safa might nip this this situation and, and, and this sort of thing happening in, in, in the bud? Yes, this is because uh, Dennis Mambo uh, made it currently that... Uh uh, they are not going to entertain uh, such behavior uh, 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 in, uh, in 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 Bafana Bafana players. So, if uh, if it does happen in future, uh, that particular player is not going to be considered for selection in future Bafana Bafana matches. So, I think uh, Safa is very very clear. Like we just lamented, now it's not the first time it's happening. We saw it with uh, Toke Loranti uh, when Sheikh Mashaba was still a coach. Uh, we waited for him, we waited, we waited uh, until the last days uh, that he told us that he's not coming. He he, he had to be replaced by Tamsang uh, Nakabuza when we were playing Gambia in Moses Mapida. Uh, we saw it uh, happening with uh, Kamala Mokojo, who told uh, uh, the national team that uh, he's tired of uh, flying to South Africa and uh, not playing really. He's playing week in and week out uh, in Holland. We saw it with Dino uh, Jovo uh, saying that uh, he's excusing uh, himself uh, from the national team. Even during the time of uh, Benny McCarthy and Max Fish, it did happen. So I think it was about time uh, that Safa put in uh, some, uh, some, uh, some stand uh, on, 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 on this issue. Uh, I think... Uh, it's a, it's, a, it's a right way to go, but they, they must also improve their level of communication because I think such things uh, should be discussed long before uh, the players are called. Uh, we should be able to make a call because I'm sure the coach, even by now, he knows uh, the player that he will be calling uh, during the next uh, international break, uh, which is uh, on March. He's an idea of uh, uh, the squad that uh, 
uh, he wants to select. I think it's very important for him to just go and visit these teams in Europe, uh, strike relationships with these players. I think we can be able to avoid that situation from happening. Lindley, you, you mentioned uh, the communication from Safa also needs to improve, but you, you've also got to feel for the players uh, here in, in a situation like this. As much as, I mean, I don't know what it would be like. I'm, I'm sure it's amazing to play for, for your country. I'm uh, terrible when it comes to playing sport. I'll talk about it all day, but it must be an amazing feeling to stand on the pitch singing your, your national anthem and getting to wear your national colours. But on the flip side of that coin, the players who are applying their trade in South Africa aren't making nearly as much money as the players who are playing in the overseas leagues, particularly in Europe, earning in Euros. Mm. And, and you've got to understand from, from where the players are coming from that if they pick up an injury while on duty for Bafana Bafana, uh, for example, mm. their clubs in Europe aren't going to pay them. They lose out on massive, massive earning potential. So their, mm. their loyalty, I think, lies with the club. So you, you've got to feel for the players. They're stuck between a bit of a rock and a hard place. Yes, they might want mm. to play for their country, but they've got to think about their mm. long-term future as well. Is there anything that Safa can do? I don't know. It's difficult competing with, uh, with the dollar uh, the dollar in the Euro, but is there anything we can do from a South African point of view to incentivize these players to want to play for Bafana Bafana? Uh, but, but if a, a player like Cristiano Ronaldo has played uh, over 100 uh, games uh, for, for, for Portugal, a player like Messi has played over 100 games for Argentina, uh, a player like Andres Iniesta has played uh, over 100 games uh, for his national team. Uh, we recently saw Mohamed Salah doing well for Liverpool. Uh, in Europe, he's uh, he's earning uh, pounds uh, at Liverpool, but uh, single-handedly uh, he took his country to the World Cup. He was a top goal scorer during uh, the qualifiers. He took his country uh, to the final of the Africa Cup of Nations. So that uh, a player that has uh, a passion uh, to 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 play for his nation. But we are talking about a star player here who could lose his place at the at a at a big team uh, like uh, Liverpool. So uh, I think uh, the patriotism of uh, our players uh, should be questioned here because we're talking about a player, Samuel Eto'o, uh, how many awards has uh, he won in Africa? Did he drop? Uh, how many awards? He was playing for big teams. He was competing against uh, big players. So I think uh, our players must man up. Well, we'll leave it at that. Vanessa, thank you so much for your time this evening here on SAFM Sports Chat. Much appreciated. I think we're going to be watching that one closely for, for the seasons to come because I've got a funny feeling uh, we're not going to hear the end of this. I think there are going to be players in the future going to be making themselves unavailable. I hope not. Uh, I, I would love the fact that our best players are available for Bafana Bafana, but uh, it's almost like we've seen this movie before. So let's watch this one play out. Thanks for your time this evening here on SAFM Sports Chat. Uh, thank you, sir. SAFM Sports Chat. Well, staying with some football news now, for a very long time, there have been allegations of collusion between club officials, coaches and agents in the South African Premier Soccer League. But it has not been easy to get to the bottom of these allegations without any proper proof. But SABC Sport understands that the current case opened by Tabo Mohatle against Platinum Stars could open a can of worms. The Hawks recently confirmed to SABC News that they are investigating 35 charges of corruption, fraud, racketeering and money laundering against the former board of Dequena. SABC sport journalist Valile Mbuli spoke to some bigwigs in the local game and has compiled this report. PSL chairman Ivan Koza has described the alleged collusion between club officials, coaches and agents as a sickness that continues to affect the growth of the local game on the field of play. Many have described this alleged collusion as one of the key factors in the shortage of quality in the professional ranks. Koza, who is also the chairman of Orlando Pirates, 
says this places the club bosses in a tricky situation because they have to protect their clubs. Well, it's a sickness that is there in the, you know, in the industry. Uh, and, and again, it's because you as a media, we say we must not interfere. Mm-hmm. So leave the coach to do his work. Mm-hmm. So you give him license. If you interfere, then say, I can't work too much job because the chairman is interfering. Mm-hmm. But you are allowing the collusion to take place. You know, it can see happening every time, you know. You know, you can see certain players following certain coaches. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the same coach is uh, managed by the same agent. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, coach, you know, the players, you know. Uh, you know so you can just see it's a miracle round, you know, which I don't think is fair to the owners and so to the paying public also. Mm-hmm. So that the proper talent be given a chance, no problem. But if that collision for the betterment of the club, then it's, it's better. But if it's not, then... then the money-making scheme, then it's a problem. Mm. But, you know, uh, it's those challenges that, you know, sometimes uh, you give space, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, I think the time is up that, you know, sometimes you need to interfere yes. or intervene. The South African Football Players Union President, Tulaha Nyokhaw Shubelwe, has got advice for the club owners on how to address this collusion. But you see, they cannot say they are not going to interfere. Like, they need to give guidance mm-hmm. and direction. They are as club owners, all right? Uh, you know, we don't, because there's a thin line there. There's a thin line. But surely you want to know how things are done as an owner. And the interference we're talking about, once a player is signed, yeah, leave the coaches to coach the club. Well, it's fine. Yeah, let them coach and stuff. But if you sign, surely if I own a club and you bring players to my team, I would want to know, why are you signing this? What is the strength? What are the weaknesses? Why do you think we need X, you know, in this particular position? But surely, I've been looking at you. Each time you come, you move to one club, each time you get to a club, you want to change the playing personnel. Why is that? Because it doesn't only affect those that he brings, it affects those that he's going to fire. It also affects the structure that is there because the, the clubs these days, through club licensing, uh, there's juniors, there's a system and there's philosophies that the clubs have got. No, absolutely. And, and that is why it cannot be right and correct for the chairman to say, in my view, for the chairman to say, no, here I cannot uh, uh, intervene. intervene, you know, because that intervention is very important. If we do not intervene, our football... Will, will go to the dogs. I mean, what powers do I have as Tulahayon to intervene to say, Coach X, do not sign a particular place. And not that we don't know these things. We know them. Just that people, when you say to them, come, let us talk. We have spoken about that. This is what you told me. Uh, because now, you know, the issue of litigations and stuff and all that, sometimes they are very afraid uh, to go out there and you remain with these issues. But the truth of the matter is, this is the reality in South African football. It is happening. There's collusion between agents, clubs, agents and coaches you know they saying this is uh, i'm going to sign coach i'm going i'm going to assign so and so on whatever uh, basing their argument on things i don't understand but it cannot be correct because at the end of the day our football suffers it cannot be correct that those who do not deserve to be where they ought to are being uh, elevated to positions they do not deserve to be in. So we need to deal with this thing of collusion and people must be, uh, there must be serious consequences for those who are found to be mm-hmm. involved in yeah. the game. 
this alleged collusion manifests itself in different ways and most of the time it's prevalent during the transfer window. The Platinum Stars case is alleged to have links to the different deals that were concluded between the club and other teams. Khao Shubelwe, who is also a former Bushbucks attacker, says this collusion is killing the game. You're quite correct, but it's not going to happen because there are people who watch out. There are people who work with uh, certain people. And this is so because some agents, they collude with coaches. When you have a coach, uh, a certain coach can only work with certain agents or a certain coach can only sign certain players from a particular coach. The difficulty, especially at home, that we are faced with, uh, coaches now are represented by agents. They're in the same stable. Now, what will stop uh, a coach uh, to sign players from uh, his own stable? So that's how it works. A lot of players, they leave the clubs not because they cannot play the game. When a particular... You must just look at this. When today they fire Steve at Chiefs, then there's a new coach who comes there. That coach, when he comes, he brings his own players. These are the people that I want. But just take time and make just an observation and say which players have been signed during the period when this man was here. Which players were signed when Gordon was uh, playing maybe at, uh, he was a coach at Swallows or a coach anywhere, and who are the people that he's working with? Mm -hmm. Who's working with who here? Mm -hmm. That's that collusion is very wrong. And that collusion and should not be... No, it involves club officials. Whilst there is nothing stopping a club from working with preferred agents, but it is alarming how one intermediary can be having more than 12 players at one club. How Shubelwe says the real talent suffers and this also affects the national teams. This is what club officials do. The club officials, they come, they say, okay, what, do we know? what is in it for us? No, bring so-and-so. You bring a player, a club official is at the ground, okay? No, no, we want to sign that boy. But when you look at the boy that's going to be signed, I mean, with all due respect, he's not deserving to be donning that jersey. But he is there at the expense of a person who could have easily become a better player and assisted the uh, national squad. It's about, it's about the resources. It's about who pays more. And that thing has to stop, and it has to, and this player and these people must be exposed. So this means that the real talent suffers, and as you rightfully say, the national team suffers. No, no at the end of it all, the national team suffers. I mean, it's, it goes back, it goes even down there at uh, development. When you look at the development, somebody will say, hey man, who's coaching? I mean, I get a lot of calls from people. Who's coaching under 15 years of it? Who's coaching under 15 of uh, Chiefs? Why? No, I've got a player that I must take there. So why are you not taking the player? No, but you know when you know the coach, uh, it becomes uh, easier and stuff. I don't know, but why are you saying that? Mm. Most of them are saying it because they want to say, Veli, Iman man, take this thing because my player, I want this player to go there. And some of the things, the resources, all these big teams, they have got, uh, maybe they've got developments, but those developments are far removed from location are far removed from the township or the players and so forth. One of the reasons that led to the South African Football Association not renewing their contract with former Bafana Bafana head coach Gordon Ikhazan had to do with allegations around the influence of agents in his squad selections.
Safa went on to have a resolution that Asians should not be allowed in hotels where Bafana is staying. Safa President Denis Jordan says they remain opposed to the collusion between the Koshis and Asians. We are absolutely opposed against it. You might remember that when there was a, a complaint against one of our coaches uh, and the allegation was that he was working with agents, we instituted a full inquiry uh, and uh, it was found that there was no evidence to support the allegation. So we will be vigilant. We don't want that to happen. A player must be selected or not selected based on his ability and his performance and nothing else, not deals in the corner. You, you can't do that. We won't tolerate that. So if there's anyone with evidence that this is happening, uh, we will not hesitate to once more institute uh, an investigation in such uh, conduct. You issue out licenses to intermediaries. Is this thing emphasized? Yes, uh, they, they know. They know. In fact, we are sending uh, Pinky Lahoko and and uh, Pube Commander Sami to a club licensing workshop in Cairo uh, where FIFA has now brought further amendment to the club licensing and they will attend that uh, uh, conference uh, to make sure that South Africa uh, is always <clears throat> on par with uh, the expectations uh, from FIFA and all international players. Club officials, coaches and agents are alleged to cash in mainly through the transfers of players whom are free agents. And this is through agents submitting inflated invoices. Vellemboli, SABC Sport, Johannesburg. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, it is time to head to Newlands in Cape Town now where the Proteas are in action against India. It is the third one-day international of the series. India leading the series 2-0 and the Proteas under pressure. Aslam Kota joins us now. Aslam, it's more of the same for the Proteas. Uh, they're just struggling to build partnerships. Indeed, and it's more of the same because three of the spin, three wickets have fallen to spin out of the four that have fallen. They are 102 for four in the 25th over with Zonda on three and Miller on eight. There was a wonderful innings of 51 of 67 by J.P. Dumini. He done so well, but then as we've seen, Kuldeep Yadev and also Yusvan Chaho have uh, made a mockery of the South Africans. Markram along with uh, Dumini put on 79 after they were one for one with the loss of, Im, uh, of Hashim Amla. And uh, that partnership looked all but well sealed and on course for something quite spectacular. As soon as Kuldeep Yadev came in, his uh, magnificent delivery that drew the batsman into the stroke, he was outfoxed through the air off the pitch and stumped by Mahendra Singh Dhoni for 32. Markram fell then and uh, Heinrich Klaassen on his debut was out for six. He was also LBW's Vendra Chihil and uh, he hit 1-4 in that and JP Dumine as I said his 25th 50 eventually coming off 67 balls he hit four fours and fell to the wilds of Kuldeep Yadev again. South Africa's uh, India, South Africa sent India into bed. They were 303 for six after 50 overs, and that scorecard belonged to one fellow. He's 34th 100, and that came off uh, eventually. His 160 came off 159 deliveries, 12 fours and two sixes. He shepherded the entire innings and made sure that they had a score of substance. And eventually, as I said, feeling, finishing on 303 for those six wickets. 76 to Shikhar Dhawan at the top of the order that set them up again after they were also down one for naught after just six deliveries and. Uh, 
for the South African bowlers, well, there wasn't much to say apart from Dumini's two for 60. So in reply, 104 for, 104 for four in the 26th over with Zondo on four, Miller on 10. They still need 199 to win and there's 24.3 overs left. Aslam Kota, SABC Sport. Thank you very much, Aslam. We'll have updates for you uh, from PPC Newlands throughout the evening. But this the pressure is on the Proteas uh, as uh, they try and keep the series alive. They lose this one. India can't lose the series. Uh, they are 3-0 up then in the three match uh, in the six-match series. So South Africa desperate for a victory, but not looking good at the moment. SAFM Sports Wrap. That is about it for SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Before I go, though, I've just heard some rumblings that another announcement uh, will be made tomorrow about another big-name athlete coming to South Africa for the Athletics Grand Prix Series that's taking place uh, next month here in South Africa. The first one gets underway at Reimsich in uh, Rudaport on the 1st of March. We'll have details of that tomorrow, so make sure you tune in. We'll have more sport for you tomorrow morning, by the way, on AM Live with Janet Witten. And uh, as I mentioned when I was chatting to Aslam throughout the evening tonight, we'll have cricket updates for you from Newlands from that third uh, one-day international between the Proteas and India. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can. You can pop us an email to sport at safm.co.za. You can also reach out via the various social media platforms. You can do it uh, either to SAFM Radio, that's uh, the handle across all the platforms, or you can reach out to me personally at Big Brad Brown is where you'll find me uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. I love hearing from you, so please do reach out. That's at Big Brad Brown. Coming up on the other side of 7 o'clock, it is the talk shop from my team in Johannesburg tonight, uh, Phineas and Luyolo. Thank you very much for keeping things together. Gents, my name is Brad Brown. Right now it is 7 o'clock and time for your news.